Hi, my name is Jeff Muller, and thank you for listening to the Harley Human Podcast. A little slice of nerd noir to put into your ear holes. They used to say to keep the devil away, to stand by your rights, not be tempted by the night. Funny enough, he's skin soft as silk I don't feel any urge to drown in my own guilt He's the devil, he's the devil In disguise, watch his eyes He's waiting, I am aching for him She's unstaggering in every possible way imaginable. She went to jail for a crime she didn't commit. Oh, so very lame. And since being released, has spent her time solving petty crimes for anyone that has two nickels to rub together. Baby hires her? Well, I get that. She owed her life to him. But I was willing to leave Baby alone since he made Jimmy's life, uh, well, better. Then again, I did kill his brother. But that was just out of boredom. But once Harley was in the picture, throwing my name around, he had to go. Yet he somehow still lives. This doesn't make any sense. All of this reading to lead me to this one section of this one book. It took me forever to finish this trail. But when you know what to look for, it's not as hard as it may have seemed. I've been hiding my magic for quite some time now, and I'm really getting tired of dumbing myself down for everyone. Everyone but Adora. She always knew, but seems to be quite willing to allow me to keep my secret. It's Vanessa, correct? Yes. My name is Adora, and I too have magic. I don't know what you are. Revelio. Socrato! You see, my dear, we can pretend to play games, or we can cut to the chase. There is a very specific reason you were sent that owl. All of you, in fact, were sent them for specific reasons, and yours, well, you're quite talented. Thank you. (laughs) Enough of that. Let's make you spectacular. She allowed me access to her books. Full access. As I read them, I quickly discovered a pattern. A path that seemed specific only to me. But it was making me feel conflicted. The books were pushing me towards great power. In my life... Jimmy, I was happy, at peace. I was torn in two directions, like my soul was splitting into two distinct parts. During the day, I played the role of Vanessa, delivering all the newspapers with my magic. But at night, when reading, I just felt alive. I was the Viper. As time went on, the divide became greater, and my thirst for knowledge grew. 
except my feelings for Jimmy held me back. I eventually found what it was I was looking for, a map, and it was the most electrifying experience of my life. I wanted to share the news with Jimmy, but I couldn't. He wouldn't understand. I told him I loved him, no matter what, and then I disappeared into the night. I love you, no matter what. I followed the map, and it led me to, well, him. He sat there on his chair, like he had been waiting for me for quite some time. He may have welcomed me in, but he was very cruel. Lashing out at me with magics I had never seen before. As I writhed in pain in front of him for a couple of days, all I wanted to do was learn those spells. Eventually, he saw it in my eyes, my hatred for him. And then finally, he let me in. He gave me the prophecy that changed everything. What do you mean Cherry killed Mr. Body? Yes, quite. Vincenzo here did not always run a fruit stand. He was once the right-hand man of an organization I've been trying to take down for quite some time. He went to the mansion that night with the sole purpose of putting an end to Mr. Body. And he had the means to pin it on you, too. Such a green little flatfoot you were, so very trusting of your partner. Your very well-paid-off partner. Baby just happened to be in the mansion that night playing for the guests. If memory serves, he uh, took quite a liking to Professor Plum. <laughs> Too stuffy for my taste. He went uh, looking for him and somehow found you playing billiards. <laughs> I froze in place. I had spent many years trying to clear this cash, but all of a sudden I was being DDoSed. It all came ping flooding back into my unfirewalled mind. We were hired for some overtime to run security for this rich guy's party. Baby was playing a light-hearted tune I often enjoyed. Everything looked as orderly as it possibly could, and Frank told me to check out the pool table. I at first turned down the notion, telling him we were on duty. But he convinced me to lighten up. You're gonna have a long career, human. These are the nights that make it all worthwhile. And I saw you play an eight ball by yourself. What? How in the hell did you get in here? I walked in. Adora did not like this news one bit, and it was clear she was annoyed by the lack of security. And as she was distracted, Baby whispered to me. We need to talk. Now. I can walk him out, Adora. I need to get back to my case anyway. Yes, um, where is Ray? Yes, Miss Woman, please remove Mr. Gallagher right away. We will talk again soon. And Mr. Gallagher? Yes, sweet face. Obliviate. This time I heard what Adora said, as what I can only presume is a spell on Baby, and leaves the room satisfied. Obliviate? What does that mean? I hold Baby by the arm and slowly walk him out the door as he appears stunned, afraid to ask what it is that she did to him. Once we were out of the door, Baby turns to me. I hate acting. It's so blasé. What? What did she do to you? What did she try to do to me again? Walk me into the club. We'll talk more then. We walk back to Jimmy's joint as I contemplate my dialogue options. Circle, triangle, X, square. I need to buy where this into a romance situation, but I don't know if the choices are unlocked yet. While we do, I fill Baby in on all that I learned about the Umbrella Corporation. Baby does not appear shocked by the news and says nothing until we get back to the club. I love mystery in a man. 
Once inside, the place was immaculate. I turn to baby and my heart starts to race. The mood has been set and I look into those deep blue eyes. I see the option to kiss show up in my choices. I start to close my eyes and tilt my head to the side. Wait, not a chair out of place. Instead, I choose confusion. What? How? Exactly. About two hours ago, I met your friend Francis. He swung by and I confirmed your story about hiring you. Then something weird happened. Baby tells me about talking to Francis for about an hour, when Francis offers to help clean up the club. Somehow, it seems I got through his turtle power. Power of the pizza. At first I was confused. What a mess. Then I look around and there it was, plain as the contoured nose on my face. So as Francis and I start cleaning up, all of a sudden, my head hurts. And I grab it screaming, and then I fall to the floor. Within a minute, it all came rushing back to me. My memories. Memories that even seconds before, I did not have. But it wasn't just from tonight. I got back a ton of memories from like six years ago as well, when I used to work for the Umbrella Corporation. Sphincter says what? Oh please, that old gag. Yeah, apparently I used to work for Umbrella. In fact, it's how I got into the place so easily. I remember where I used to hide my spare key, and it still worked. Baby dangles the key in front of me. Once in, I saw Ray walk by. Funny how I remember his name now, though. But he didn't see me. Then I saw Jimmy staring off in the distance up the stairs outside of the room of requirement. I easily snuck up past him. Now that I remember about him and Vanessa, my time is better spent elsewhere. F that drama. Good to see him alive, though. Guess the Dora still uses that trick. But... I knew I needed to find you, so I looked inside the office, and there you were. Figured shocking a door with my presence was probably the best way, and it seemed to work. But she cast some sort of spell on you. Yeah, once she had casted it in the past, but for some reason, as you witnessed, it didn't work. I mean, I played the fool until we got out, and the rest, it's history. It dawns on me a door may not be the angel I once thought, but more like a prime evil. I need to Nephilim myself an answer, or I am going to be Diabloed. Okay, but what was so important that you needed to find me? It's Adora. You need to know the truth behind her, and her real meaning behind the Umbrella Corporation. This is a disaster! How did Mr. Gallagher get back in here? That knowledge should have been lost long ago, unless... Well... I guess I need to release Cherry first. Dispelio. Oh! No. No harm, no foul. You froze me in place. You told Harley my secret. It was mine to tell. You have been incredibly helpful, Cherry, but I needed to gain Miss Freeman's trust. Sadly, Mr. Gallagher showed up quite unexpectedly. Now I have more questions than answers. But that is all past. Jolly good to have you back. You had no right. I had every right. Vincenzo. Without me, you would be a dead man. I know you to be wise, Cherry, and right now, I need to put that wisdom to good use. We need to talk about your former employer, as I feel it is clear he is closer to us than I had anticipated. This is unacceptable and must be remedied at once. None is expected. Cherry did not take my orders with a smile on his face, but... He did eventually fall into line. What do you need? (laughs) 
Harley Hooman is a production of a few really dope actors, plus the writer and producer of this episode, Blair Beveridge. The voice of Harley is Tierlin Puxty. The voice of Adora was Paula Rhodes. The voice of the Viper was Diane Hutton. The voice of Cherry was Gil Ramirez, and the voice of Baby was Joey Couture. Additional writing on this episode was done by Joey Couture. Original music by Tierlin Puxty, and a variety of background music by various artists, including Kevin McLeod and Machinima Sound. For all information on Harley Human, please visit harleyhuman.com.